Electricast. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. On this episode of Missing the Point, it's time to pick a winner for our first annual NFL prediction game. But there's a slight problem. So we're going to a bonus round, and it's time to draft the best teams in this year's NFL playoff field. It's Mike and Bob versus Joe and Ray in the final matchup of the season. And as always, fights between Mike and Bobby are guaranteed. All that coming up next, but first, some housekeeping. Missing the Point is a one-hour podcast recapping the biggest stories in the world of sports with a New England flavor. The show notes and transcript from today's episode can be found in the description box below, as well as on our website www.mtpshow.com. If you're new to the show, consider subscribing. It's the easiest way to see when we publish new episodes. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate us and leave a review of any of our shows. We always appreciate your feedback. Also, be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. All of our links will be in the show notes. And check out our brand new website, www.mtpshow.com. That's mtpshow.com. And now, this is Missing the Point, episode 29, but it's all relative. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Missing the Point, a cacophony of pleasure for your auditory receptacles like none other. I am Captain Cuckoo Bananas himself, DK Sizzle Dave Clark, and I have the pleasure of hosting this journey of insight and discussion into the successes and failures of the various teams of the National Football League. Those of you who are new, welcome. We hope you stick around. Those of you who have been with us for a while know about the laborious narrative we've been keeping up for the entire season. That is our NFL record predictions. Well, week 17 is almost completed. Sunday night football is currently going on as we record this, but enough games have been played that we can declare a regular season winner. And the winner is nobody. It's 12-12, a dead heat. So in the spirit of competition, uh, we've decided to carry this thing over into the playoffs. That's right. These two teams are going to take their points, put them in their pockets and run with them, jiggling around in their pants right into the playoffs. Tonight, it's the playoff draft. Pew, 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 pew. Before we get into this inevitable slugfest, and before I explain the rules, let me roam around the stage, introduce you to my hard-rocking amigos that will be making up this fun foray into football's final feast. Up first is Mike Marcangelo. On one of our previous podcasts, Mike declared that the Cleveland Browns were a better football team than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Seeing as that is obvious tomfoolery, I entered into a little wager with him about the Steelers-Browns game that finished off their season today. Despite the Steelers playing their practice squad and still losing by two, they still lost. So now I have to do my forfeit. Mike has prepared me the following hundred words to read out for you folks back home. So here it goes. Hello, everyone. My name is Dave Clark, and this is my confession. Golf is a far more disciplined and complex sport than soccer. It isn't a popular opinion. However, it is a fact. The strain that driving a ball 300 yards for 25 plus years puts on your body is a type of toughness that is not comparable to any other sport which is why I'm here to say that Phil Mickelson is by far more of an athlete than any soccer player in the history of the sport. Also, my last confession is Brett did intact screw Brett. HBK for life. How'd that feel, Mike? 
Thanks for the typo at the end, so I didn't have to call the, that last thing a fact. Okay, <laughs> we have a double or nothing on the line in the playoffs, so look out for Mike's forfeit in the coming weeks. Moving right along to Mike's partner on the NFC team, a man once praised as that drunk guy over there that won't stop saying Jesse's girl. Ladies and gentlemen, the real BK Bob Kelly. Bobby, in three words or less, what are your favorite four words in sports? All right, wow, you really messed that one up. Okay, over to the AFC team. The only man in missing the point that has created life. Unfortunately, he lost the form to patent it, and the credit for the wildly successful board game went to Milton Bradley, so he's stuck here. Ladies and gentlemen, Broadway Joe Malkin. Joe, in three seconds or less, please describe your favorite moment as a member of Missing the Point. Go. Arguing with Bobby. Great. Joe's the only one to succeed so far. Finally, a man who famously declared, ladies and gentlemen, class is in session. I am Hollywood Ray, Hollywood Wale, and it doesn't matter what you say. I'm here, here to lay it down today, to which stung onlookers declared, sir, this is an Arby's. It's the man himself, Ray Sean Buchanan. Ray, tell us in exactly five year, uh, words where you were when Kennedy was shot. And just so you know, this is being recorded by use for, for law enforcement. So, you know, get it right. <sighs> I was at the grocery store. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to check that out and see if it holds up. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, we have the best producer in the game, the man that makes this all happen. And one I'm going to spare this, this terrible, uh, this terrible forfeit revenge that Mike has made me spur on everybody. Craig D'Alessandro. Craig, how are you today? Tired. Craig's tired, everybody, but we're not. We're ready to kick it. So, as I said before, it's the playoff preview, which is the playoff draft. The rules are simple. We're going to flip a coin to see who goes first. And the team that's going to draft the team they think uh, the, the team that wins is going to draft the team that they think is going to go farthest in the playoffs. Right. So say, for instance, we flip the coin. Heads is going to be AFC. Tails is going to be NFC. And once that happens, say they pick the Chiefs or the Bills, which is actually probably what the first selection is going to be. If that team only gets through a wild card. You, they can't win a wild card point because they've already like you know won the first round, as we discussed before the show. Um, if they get it all the way to the Super Bowl, they get 10 points. If they just get into the Super Bowl, they get five points. If they win their divisional round, they get three points. And any wild card victory is one point. So we're just going to do a little serpentine draft back and forth, let the guys pick. Uh, important to note that there's no conferences anymore. So as w while we split up AFC and NFC beforehand, you can draft whatever team you want. Doesn't matter. Just about how far they're going to go. So you can play strategy that way. It's going to be super fun. I certainly can't wait. The people have heard enough of me talking at this point. So heads is going to be AFC. Tails is going to be NFC. Here we go. The team that goes first is going to be the NFC team. So kicking it over to Bobby and Mike, you guys tell me who's your first pick in the draft. We got, we got two minutes on the clock. Yeah, two, two minutes. minutes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about that part. Everybody's getting timed. So it's going to be exactly two minutes for you to discuss. You might not need the whole two, but that's totally fine. Um, but everybody gets two minutes. And then the other team has a minute to talk to me or make fun of you or just like go through their grocery list, whatever. They have a minute to do whatever they want after that happens. So starting the timer, Bobby and Mike, go. The no-brainer pick here, Mike, is the Chiefs, right? I guess so. I mean... Like, did, did their last few weeks scare you enough that we shouldn't make them the first pick? There's only one team in the AFC that I think can beat the Chiefs, and it's the Bills, right? So, I mean, if you want, if you want to start off with the Chiefs, I think that's a it's a, it's a good thing. It does smell a little bit like this an upset could could happen, right? This is, you know, I know he just won a Super Bowl, but this is still just Andy Reid, um, and I don't I, I don't put a lot of wait behind him you know no pun intended but i i the only thing is is i feel like we're in the position right now with that first pick it's like when you have that franchise quarterback if you don't draft him are we going to be sitting here in the super bowl be like god damn it i can't believe we passed up the chiefs i mean you're talking to a patriots fan we know we know a lot about missed draft picks so i think we should just go with the chiefs dude all right yeah well we're going the chiefs first pick right. in the inaugural draft all right, first pick in the inaugural playoff draft of Missing the Point, the NFC team, which I guess I should just call you Bobby and Mike now because you're not really the NFC team anymore. Bobby and Mike choose the Kansas City Chiefs. No surprise there. It took them exactly one minute. What do you guys think? Joe and Ray, let's talk about it for a minute. Would you have chosen the Chiefs? Would you? Are you happy the Bills have fallen to you? Or are you even gonna, well, we don't even know if you're going to pick the Bills. What do you think of that first pick? I mean, it's the right pick, right, Ray? I mean, that's. I think that's kind of the the – 
the best team in the league in the regular season uh, record-wise. And um, Bobby seems to like to harp on teams' performances in the last five weeks of the season. I'm surprised he didn't want to go with the Packers uh, with that uh, mentality. Uh, but, Ray, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm actually surprised he didn't pick the Saints. You know, I can hear him now. They freaking won nine games in a row this year. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Um I'm surprised he didn't do that, but I mean, they won without Drew Brees. Yeah, yo, you mean to tell me they could go in there and win with Taysom Hill, who can't play quarterback? Are you kidding me? But anyways, <laughs> listen, I mean, the Chiefs were the obvious pick. You know, all jokes aside, I had them going 15 and one in every show that we've done talking about Kansas City. So, um, had you guys not picked them, we definitely would have picked them at, at at number one. So, you know, they they should they're, they're the odds on favorite. So there's no there's no shock there. All right, uh, moving on from the. Uh... The Joe and Ray declaration that Bobby is living rent-free in their heads. We have Bills, Steelers, Titans, Ravens, Browns, and Colts still left on the board. Um, You guys have two minutes to discuss which one you're going to take and why it's the Bills. And go ahead. Two minutes starts now. So prior to this season, we did our prediction show for this entire thing. And the, uh, the team formerly known as the NFC team had a team member uh, who ripped apart one team in the NFC North and said they would finish six and 10 in their 30 late thirties. How old is he? 38. We're 37, uh, 37. Oh, he's not washed up yet. Cause he's not 38. 38. Right, so, exactly. so, uh, and that's Aaron Rodgers uh, is that he was washed up um, and, and wasn't going to do anything. Uh, but now the Packers are the number one seed in the NFC. And uh, Ray, why don't, why don't you give our pick for the, for the first round? Yeah. So w- with the first pick for team Joe and Ray, uh, team Hollywood Broadway <laughs> uh, just came with that on the fly. Uh, we were going with the Green Bay Packers. 48 touchdowns later, you're looking at the MVP, uh, at least in my opinion. And, you know, more importantly, you know, get to laugh at Mike for being wrong, even though he owned up to it, but just had to put it out there one more time, you know? So. Wow. Okay. You know what? Actually, it's a good, it's a good call because I immediately thought to myself, I wonder if they're just going to go with the bills because the bills have been so electric. And I thought those are going to be one and two, but the Packers, you know, you get the points for getting to the Super Bowl, So it's, you know, it's a nice safe pick. Uh, and the Packers have looked good for the last few weeks. What do you guys think? I think that I think the Packers are, uh, they obviously they 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 defied me right, which is fine. But they are the most overrated team. Actually, one of the most overrated teams in this playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is ten and eight in the playoffs. He's not. He's he's just not. He's mediocre. He's average. I'm very happy that uh, they just took the Packers because me and Mike would have killed each other over this. I really think the Packers are strong this year. I've seen Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. He's broke my heart. A few times because you're a Cowboys fan, too. But it was in the playoffs, wasn't it? So, so what that happened? That happened once. It happened once. It happened once. Twice. 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 Great. Twice. Twice in 15 years. I'm sorry. So I'm just saying, um, I'm very happy that they took them, so we didn't have to fight about the Packers. And yet here we are fighting about the Packers, dude. They're overrated. Well, it does. It doesn't matter though because they're not on our squad. So whatever. Um, I do. I do actually think it was a decent piece of strategy, though, right? Because, like, I'm not a numbers whiz, but now they've kind of backed you into a corner. Because when we go back over to you, you might want to choose the Bills, but neither of them. You know, you're kind of, you're kind of, you're kind of like uh, snookered a little bit in the corner because the Bills and the Chiefs might play each other. Like, both both of them can't go to the Super Bowl, right? So, do you do you choose the Bills now? Let's let's start talking about that. Are you going to take the Bills? You have. In the AFC left, you have the Bills, the Steelers, the Titans, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Colts. In the NFC left, you have the Saints, the Seahawks. Whoever wins uh, the world's <laughs> tallest midget <laughs> division <laughs> in the Giants or the Washington football team, um, Sunday Night Football still being decided, uh, the Buccaneers, the Rams, or the Bears. So who who you taking? Who's next? You said backing us into a corner. I know you guys will love this, but honestly, it's hedging our bet. That's what this is. If we take the Bills, it's hedging that we think the Chiefs might – could possibly lose to the Bills, so we'd still get that extra five points on the AFC side. So, do you think that the uh, that Brady and the Bucks are going to lose to the football team or to the Giants? Is that why you don't want to touch them? Because I think Brady's going to go further in the playoffs than anyone in the NFC. Time. I, I think they're going to get that first one, but who who are they going to get after that? So it'll be. Wouldn't matter to me. I mean, hope I pray it's Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I pray because they'll just go in a Lambo and beat their asses again. 
So, yeah, because it's an interesting situation, right? Like you could hedge your own bet by taking the bills or you could you could you could decide that you don't believe in the Packers. So you could take either the Saints or the Bucks or maybe the Seahawks to say where we think the Packers are going to get knocked down. And then those points will accrue on top of their first round pick. It's a very interesting. Situation. If I get a vote, Bobby, which I don't know if I do, but I vote for the Bucks, man, I, because I, I just think they're going to go further. I feel like that's like taking taking the guy who should be picked like in the 20s. Number four. It's like when Ray chose the uh, San Francisco defense first overall in our fantasy football draft this year. I mean, I don't agree that it's like that, but you're, like, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm all I'm all for the Bucks. All right, I'm gonna need a choice here, guys. Bobby, what, come on, you like, live, live a little bit. Just just make a take and stick with it. We're gonna stick with this until the end of the playoffs. You know what, dude? Fuck it. Second pick, our second pick. We're going with the Buccaneers. All right. What do you guys think? They've chose the Buccaneers. They're reacting to your pick. What is your assessment of the second overall pick by the Bobby and Mike team? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Go go. I mean, listen, I mean, I think today probably helped change Mike's opinion. Um, I know Mike was sticking with them going 11 and five with our predictions. So I think that's this is where it lines up with that pick. Um, I mean, 40 touchdowns, 12 picks. You know, he's been special at times. Uh, you know, but my thing is with Mike Evans going down, does that change some things? Uh, I still think it's a good pick. I do think they can maybe get to the division round. Um, I think at best they get to the NFC Championship game. But I mean, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's a bold pick, and you know, for, for the content because we need more of that. Uh, who knows? Maybe it works out for them, but let's hope it doesn't. I said before the season that the Buccaneers weren't going to get to the Super Bowl. They wouldn't even get to the NFC Championship game. I'm going to stick by that. I don't think they get to the division. I don't think they get out of the divisional round. I think they're electric. Um, Bobby said it today in, in our discord that that offense is better with Ronald Jones in. If he makes a mistake, he gets blackballed by number 12 and that becomes a problem. We've seen it become a problem for them earlier in the season. Um, I think things are starting to click for them, but I, I can't, I still, I'm going to stick by my take that the Buccaneers will not get out of the divisional round. So you might get a point from it, but it's not going to go much further than that. Wow. They really don't believe in you guys with that pick, but it was bold. Fortune favors the bold, except for when you say that the Packers aren't going to be good in the regular season picks and you're betting against them again. So like, let's see, maybe it'll work out double or nothing Vegas odds. Okay. Going on to the, I keep wanting to call you guys the AFC team, but it's all out the window. The uh, Hollywood and Broadway. The, the, the Hollywood and Broadway, uh, New York and L.A. team. Um, you guys are, are yet to make your second pick, so tell me who it's going to be. So uh, I'm going to reference the, the preseason predictions again here where uh, Ray and Craig talked me into the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East, and they did, and they look good doing it. Um, Josh Allen is getting better by the week. Um, he's getting better by the season. I think uh, Sean McDermott is a better coach than people give him credit for. And uh, what Stefan Diggs is doing in Buffalo, New York is absolutely incredible. And what a trade for those guys to, to get from Minnesota uh, two years ago. So I think that kind of gives it away. Uh, but Ray, you can bring it home again because you're the one that talked us into it in the preseason. With the second pick, the Hollywood Broadway team select the Buffalo Bills. So we are circling the wagons. Uh, Josh Allen and that offense really has become Kansas City light. And, you know, so whether it's Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, you know, uh, Diggs, Dawson Knox, um, and you know, our defense for Trey White and Jerry Hughes. And, like, they, they have a whole list of characters over there. Um, some of them have been together for a while, too. So, and that core is going to be around for a while. Uh, so we got, we got them going pretty far. So, uh Riding with the Bills, circle the Wackers, baby. Wow. I, I love how this is working out because it's like a, one team plays an attack, the other play, team plays defense. We've got the the Chiefs versus the Bills and the Packers versus the Bucks. What a great top four we've got going on here. Okay, this is really working out. I mean, this could potentially be the NFC Championship game versus the NFC, AFC Championship game, and you guys have all four teams in it. Like, that'd be amazing. Let's hope that happens for content, for the listeners, guys. Okay, moving over to the reaction. Mike and Bobby, what you got? I mean, honestly, I think that the Bills, they have like a ton of upside. I think that uh, whoever picked them on your side to win the AFC East, um, that was that was a smart choice. But one thing that really concerns me is, if, like, if not because I'm glad that you picked them because if, if they lose, great. But 
one thing that concerns me as a fan is like Josh, uh, Josh Allen is very Jekyll and Hyde in the playoffs, dude. Like he, you just don't know what's going to happen. McDermott's zero two. I know it's a different team. It's a different year. Um, but th- they are scary. If they, if they figure it out, they are, I mean, they, they could beat the chiefs, but I don't think they're going to figure it out. That's always been my criticism of Josh Allen is he's so Jekyll. And I remember last year in the playoffs, he did a lateral behind his back when they were driving for a winning score. Like, but we haven't seen that Josh Allen this year. So if, if he doesn't show up, the Bills are definitely a scary team. And honestly, I I almost we I would have picked them first if you told me not to. You told me not to. You literally I, told me not to. I know, I know. I, I I really do believe in the Bills. I just think I I think the Chiefs have another gear to go to. But I wish we hedged. Honestly. <laughs> I, you're just full of self-doubt, and, and Mike <laughs> is, is full of irrational self-confidence, so it's always a great right. Um I will say in Josh Allen's defense, I do know what you mean about the, the – and it's not like my opinion matters because I'm hosting, but I will say in his defense, he uh, he has scorched every team he's played in prime time this year. So uh, I think that's the best kind of litmus test for a playoff quarterback, the best one you're going to get in the regular season, and he definitely has done that. So let's see how that goes. Okay. Lots of really good teams still left on the board. Well, one or two. So in the AFC, we still have the Steelers, the Titans, the Ravens, the Browns, or the Colts to choose from. In the NFC, we still have the Seahawks, the uh, world's tallest midget winner, the Buccaneers, the Rams, or the, sh- the great Chicago Bears to choose from. So moving back over to the Bobby and Mike team, tell me what your third overall pick in our MTP playoff draft will be, please, and thank you. Mike, I- I'm, I'm going to pitch something here. and okay. pitch it's, away, something, dude. it's something that... Um, I know Ray will like, and that's, I want our next pick to be the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. I, I, I think the Titans are such a dangerous team coming out of the AFC. If, if they can play up to their potential, I think they can beat anyone. I think Derrick Henry is probably the best running back I've seen in a very long time, 2000 yards today. So I'm just, I, I really think. If, if that defense can hold a team under 30 points, they have a chance to beat anyone. Yeah, you know, uh, Bob, I, I agree with this pick, but it's for the opposite reason. I just think the Ravens are trash. I think that uh, I think that Lamar Jackson is one of the most overrated uh, quarterbacks that we have in the league right now, and I think that that team is exactly what I call them uh, in the offseason. They're just paper champions. They're going to lose again. Mike Rabel knows how to beat them. He did it last year. He'll do it again this year. I love that. I love how we're getting a rematch this year. That's awesome. But yeah, I'm with it. Titans. A very bold prediction, uh, I think, from the from the NFC team, from the uh, the Bobby and, and and Mike team. I'm glad I'm not on that team anymore because I would have vehemently disagreed with that. I think that the Titans are pretenders, even though I do like the Titans because I was a big Eddie George fan. Um, from the uh, Hollywood Broadway team, let me get your reaction, guys. All right. So, all right. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it's, it's it's amazing how quickly we we transform because. I mean, my God, a few weeks ago, the the amount of shade that you guys were throwing towards that team and then more importantly, number 22, Derrick Henry, was un- unbelievable. Um, yeah, but you didn't say much against it, so you're you're, you're lumped in with it too. Um, <laughs> he's he's a beast. He's a beast. And like I said, he's, to me, it's amazing how some people thought like, oh, you know, it's going to be, you know, this is kind of like a flash of the pan. Hell no. This, this dude's a problem. 6'3", 250, that is a man amongst boys every time he runs the ball and he's only 26 years old. So guess what? He still has another, another two or three years, at least of dominating like this. So um, if Tennessee's on and like he's on, he's the reason why they're going to get to where they go. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with that. I, I agree with both sides of it. Like Tennessee's going to do something. I, I really like what Ryan Tannehill has become in Tennessee um, as a game manager. Uh, they've put good receivers around him. And then of course the catalyst is number 22, right? Like, I mean, this guy, he's, he shouldn't be able to run that fast, like physics, like, like, like bi- biologically, he shouldn't be allowed to run that fast. And and he does. And he runs through people. Um, I don't think it's a great pick because I disagree with Mike shocker on the fact that the, the Ravens are trash. I think the Ravens are picking up steam, uh, when they need to, uh, and they're, they're coming back to the right spot. So, I mean, I, I think Ray and I pretty much just said the same thing with a few things mixed in, but, uh, it, it just, it's, it's a good pick because it allows us more options. All right. Well, uh, pretty agreeable there. I thought there'd be more pushback. Um, I personally don't 
remember the last time a, a running back uh, that you know went on three more years after their 26 dominating when i don't see derrick henry being dominant until he's 29 i mean most i, think, of I can think of like two either yeah but i can think of like two guys that have done that and also we, we've always noticed not to get into a debate with you because i'm just here to facilitate but we, we've also noticed that once you get into the playoffs the running back position starts to matter a little bit less but here we are um just to recap bobby and mike have chosen now officially the chiefs the bucks and the titans ray and joe have chosen the packers and the bills and are about to tell me who the official third pick for their team is go ahead gentlemen pick number three this one's not easy right ray like there's a lot of teams out there that are that are right right up there i can tell Uh, you who's left if that helps no 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 we know we know who's left it's just a matter of deciding which one because now we get into the matchups of the the Baltimore against Tennessee, um, the you know we could talk about Seattle against LA, and you can find reasons why each one of those teams is going to win. That's the the beauty of the playoffs, right? So, I I think though uh, Ray and I are both on the same page here with where we're going to go. And uh, Ray, tell me why we're picking the team that we're picking. We are going with the team that's won five in a row. And that is the Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens. Um, it's, it's amazing to me how we could say the reigning MVP is overrated. Has he had some moments where he was up part of the share? Absolutely. Um, did the man catch COVID early in the season? Also true. But was their schedule also messed up at times? That's also true. Um, since, he, since he came out that, that bathroom uh, in, in Cleveland, he took a shit on the Browns. He's been taking a shit on everybody else ever since. So... You know, just just fall in line, Mike and Bobby. Here come Baltimore, and they're they're gonna, they're going to do some big things come uh, come playoff time. In my opinion, Lamar Jackson gets his first playoff win against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, this this team is on fire right now, and and they're getting everybody back, and everybody's healthy, uh, and the, the defense is looking much better. Uh, I think this team is going to be a little bit different, and they know they know what they're going up against. So as much as Mike Vrabel knows how to beat the Ravens, John Harbaugh has been around the coaching. Um, the the coaching culture a little bit longer than uh, Mike Vrabel. And I, I think he's going to get the upper hand. Wow. That was uh that was brave. It was definitely a don't take the best team left on the board situation, but take, um, take a response to the other team's pick. So uh, brave and valid considering um, I, <laughs> I think it was ridiculous. The pick the Titans in the first place. All right. So just a quick recap, um, Bobby and Mike have chosen the chiefs, the bucks, the Titans, Ray and Joe have chosen the Packers, the bills, and now the Baltimore Ravens. The teams that are left on the board are the Pittsburgh Steelers, which obviously surprises me, but I've been vehemently defending them all season and it doesn't look like anyone has any faith in them so good good we'd like to be the underdogs um the browns the colts um the saints which is pretty surprising um the seahawks which is also kind of surprising the rams and the bears all still left on the board so moving moving back over tell me your reaction tell me your reaction to that pick good i mean i'm happy dude that's just one last point that they're gonna get i mean lamar jackson is 0-2 in the playoffs uh, you guys, you guys are saying that 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 they're picking up steam. That they're they're hot this year. They were fourteen and two last year, or thirteen and three. Like they were the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in the NFL, and they still got their asses handed to them in the playoffs. Because when it's not cutting time in the playoffs, and the routes are a little bit, uh, they're a little bit, they're better covered by the defense. Lamar Jackson cannot make the throws. He can't do it. He won't do it this year. So I'm really happy that you guys did that. It just uh, one last thing that we have to worry about on our side. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, I, I think exactly why uh, we said Josh Allen was good, exactly how we know Lamar's not, because every primetime game you ever see with Lamar Jackson, he shits his pants, literally, uh, and also with his play. So I, I, I do, I, I'm very happy they just picked the Ravens. Seems unfair considering he's hasn't been in the league that long and he only ever shit his pants literally one time. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, you know, it was on primetime football. So and he won that I, game, I, but it's fine. When you gotta I, go, you gotta go. I got I got a lot of faith in Lamar Jackson. I don't know if necessarily this year, but I think a guy like him one more year on, I, I don't think it's such a bad pick for that reason. But moving on, we need to start off round number four. So, gentlemen, it's there's a lot of great teams left on the board. Let me do a quick recap. So far, Bobby and Mike have picked the Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Titans. Ray and Joe have pe- picked the Packers, the Bills, and the Ravens. There are four rounds left. 
going into round four, here are the teams left on the board. In the AFC, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Colts are still left to pick. In the NFC, the Saints, the Seahawks, the winner of the worst division in football, the Rams, and the Bears are still left to pick. So start us off on round four, gents. I think Bobby and I were in complete agreement on this one. It's the Seattle Seahawks. I think that the, they're a team that has been proven that they can make a they can make an impact with, with at least in the first round of the playoffs, I think Russell Wilson has never been as good as he ha- as he has been this season before. Um, it used to always depend on the defense, and then maybe he could do something. But now it's it's the Russ and you know DK Metcalf show, and that that defense is playing better. Uh, I, I like them smoking the Rams in the first round of the playoffs. Um, so I think you know Bobby, Bobby, unless you have anything left to add on that. I mean, we're just going to go with Seattle. They're, they're the team to go with. Yeah, no, Seattle. Seattle's our next team for sure. Um, it, I, I really believe in Russell Wilson. I think if there's any quarterback who can lead their team to a Super Bowl single-handedly, it's him. Um, so, yeah, Seahawks. All right. Uh, the the Ray and Joe team, any rebuttal to that Seahawks pick, the groundbreaking Seahawks pick to start us off on round number four? Go ahead. Makes sense, right? I think we all trust uh, Russ, but, you know, his – his season has been interesting. I think it took a little while for them to get going as well. They've had some rough patches when they go up against good defenses and sometimes team the teams that are just planned that have planned well for them. They don't do well and they get the Rams in this first round who they've already played twice this season. So um, that defense for the Rams is top notch. I don't think that's talked about enough, especially here on the East coast. Uh, I don't think we pay attention to it. Uh, as much as we should, not only as a sports podcast, but also as uh, sports fans, because that is good. And I, I think they can win, uh, but they have to come prepared because that L.A. defense is going to um, come for some come, come for that ass. No, I'm, I mean, listen, we I think we all can agree about, you know, how we feel about Russell Wilson. Um, that was definitely something, you know, me and Joe talked about picking uh, in, in the next few rounds. Russell Wilson's not the issue, though. Like, my thing is, can Jamal Adams be that guy on defense? Can Carlos Dansby be that guy on defense, right? So can, you know, can Pete Carroll muster up a a good enough game plan to get past L.A. and make another deep playoff run, right? So uh, Pete Carroll, you 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 owe the city of Seattle and you owe Russell Wilson, right? You smack you smacked Denver all those years ago. You're literally one play away from going back to back, right? So you owe you owe this city and this team um, a deep playoff run and maybe to the Super Bowl. But I just don't think with that defense that they maybe that they'll get there, uh, mainly because they'll they won't be able to stop somebody when it matters the most. Uh, yeah, speaking of what Pete Carroll owes people, I would say the person he's the most indebted to is he owes Marshawn Lynch a championship winning carry. <laughs> Uh, so moving over to back to Ray and Joe, I'd like to hear who your fourth round pick is. A lot of good teams left on the table. Who's it going to be, guys? Uh, uh, a lot of good teams left here, right? You have the Steelers, the Browns, the Saints, uh, the Rams, and then you know you have the the lower seeds, which are the the Colts and the Bears. Um, I, I think I think we we got to do it again because I really do have a lot of faith in this defense. Um, I, I think this team is, I think this is going to be the best game of the playoffs of the, of the first round uh, without giving it away. Um, I really do think the Seattle LA game is going to be the best of this first round. And um, that's why uh, I think uh, Ray, Ray, I'll let you give your uh, reasoning here in a second, but uh, Ray and and Joe uh, Hollywood Broadway, we're going to go with the Los Angeles Rams uh, of St. Louis. You know, AD got 99 problems of a second of quarterback eight one, and we're going we're going to find that out next week. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player I've seen at that position in a very long time, and he you know he demands a double team every single time. Um, am I high on Jared Goff? No, um, but like I said, I feel like they have enough pieces around them. Uh, you know, Cam Makers out of Florida State has had a really good year. Um, I know could he turn into Eric Dickerson against against the Patriots a few weeks ago? My God, um, but you know I'm not going to get emotional on the show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, listen, you know the Rams defense, like Joe said, has been phenomenal all year, and you know they know how to they know how to get stops when they need to. So uh, you know that's why we're comfortable with that pick for LA. All right, Mr. Robert Kelly, Mr. Mike Marcangelo, what do you got to say about that? Uh, frankly, unorthodox pick by the uh, Hollywood and Broadway team. Yeah, that's a shock to me. Um, they're besides the NFC East winner, 
to me, the weakest team in the playoffs. Um, I think Jared Goff is absolute garbage and is just bad at football. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but man, like when McVay has his plays, uh, like those first like ten plays of every uh, of the first game of the half, they run them perfectly, dude, and it's yeah. it always works I, for whatever reason. But Jared Goff is is he ain't no sunshine. He's uh, he's not a great quarterback. He's and that team just isn't as good as it was uh, in their in their Super Bowl run. They did way better than we thought they were going to. I think we had them at six and ten. But I I mean Seattle. I mean the only you know they're our team. We picked Seattle, so I know they're I know we're going to win this one. I hope we're going to win this one. But I just don't think that anyone on the Rams is good enough at all to make a deep run in the playoffs. Mike, you know or you hope. Stick to your take. I know. I, I just I just feel like when it comes down to it, uh, Jared Goff is going to let them down. Like you see it with the defense; they're all hyped up, and then it just wears on them after three quarters of playing great defense. Their quarterback just letting them down over and over again, and then that's when the big plays happen, and that's when the Rams lose. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I I would say you left a lot of talent on the board there, guys. But you know that doesn't necessarily mean that. Um, what's on paper is going to be what happens in real life. We've seen, we've seen players in re- real life drafts fall very deep and uh, go on to have very successful careers. So maybe this punt was a good punt. Maybe you cough and cornered him. Okay. Let's go over to Mike and Bobby again. Tell me, start off the fifth round of our playoff draft and tell me who you're drafting. Let me give the listeners at home a quick recap. Um, who's left on the board from the AFC are the Steelers, the Browns and the Colts. Uh, who's left on the board for the NFC are the Saints, the winner of the NFC East, which is still going on, and the Chicago Bears. So who you got, guys? Number five. Good, t- good Bobby. Tell me who you want to pick, and I'll tell you all the reasons as to why I think it sucks. Okay, so so I just because they're left on the board, I feel like it's a, it's a best player available type thing. And, and 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 that's why I feel like we should pick the Saints. You mean you know why they're left on the board, dude? Is because they suck. They're Drew Brees is eight and eight in the playoffs. But like of that's all, why I know you, of I mean, all, but that's, wait, that's hang why on. I know, hold on, hold on. That's why of all the teams left. Wait, out of all the teams left, out of all the teams left, they're the one that I feel most confident in that first round. I'm sorry, DK. I am, but they're the most confident team of definitely getting one point. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to Mike. You're about to tank your team. So I, I, ju- I just feel like that's that's the safest bet because, like I said, that's best player available. If there's someone else that you feel passionately above them and you want to give me that reason, I will gladly listen to it. I just feel like it's best player available strategy. Yeah, I don't like what you're doing here because uh, what, you, what 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 I what a normal person would say is why don't I take the Steelers, right? Because they're a better team. They because they, because on, on paper they are, but that would hurt all of the arguments I've been making over the last seven weeks. What I will tell you is that Drew Brees is mediocre at best in the playoffs. Eight and eight. How many home games has he had in New Orleans? A lot. How many Super Bowls has he been to? One. But you're doing but you're doing what I did with the Chiefs. Who 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 do you take over them? Uh, I would take, let's see, the Colts over them. I would take the Steelers over them, but I would take the Browns over all those people. But if you, listen, I, you, you gave in to me for the Buccaneers. So if you want, I will, this is yours. This is yours, but you own it. Remember five weeks from now, this was your fucking pick. You're sticking with it. So is that the pick? Is it the, is it the New Orleans Saints from your team? Uh, it, it's between the Saints and the Okay, well, just pick one because Thanks. we don't have yeah, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're picking the Saints. Okay, great. Yeah. So number five from the Bobby and Mike team is going to be Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. I really don't think that's such a bad pick, Bobby, honestly, from my from my perspective. I mean, I this think late, it's, four, it's a value pick. I think there are about four or five better ones, but it's not such a bad pick. Okay, moving on to the uh, moving on to the reaction part of this. What do you guys think? Was that a crazy pick? Mike, Mike didn't even like it. You know, I, hey, I, I mean, listen, if, if you want to go back to early in the show that we're doing right now, you can hear my Bobby's take, you know, uh, about the Saints. So, of course, he's going to pick the New Orleans Saints to, go, <laughs> to be one of his teams. But, you know, I mean, I mean listen, um, you know, Mike, you said the eight and eight. Um, pretty sure they're going to become eight and nine. You know, it's perfect. Nine, nine losses. <laughs> n- number nine for Breeze. It's, it, just, it just works hand in hand, baby. So it doesn't matter if it's a Superdome. The Mercedes Benz uh, Dome, whatever, Soldier Field, it doesn't matter where they are; they're going to lose. <laughs> um, I, I listen. I'm I'm not high on them, and I, I told Childers in the chat like I, I just don't. You don't there. say. Yeah, yeah, not 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 at all. He he just he doesn't get it done, and once again, you know, um, 
it I, to me, I don't I don't understand why people have so much faith in this man because he puts up so much numbers. That's great, but you know he's 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 checked down Charlie. He cannot throw more than five yards um, for the most part. So uh, I I see, I, I see them go home. Come especially hell, especially if Kamara's home like us on the couch, they're not going nowhere. So re- remember that, you know. Uh, but it, it is what it is. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> yeah, if Alvin Kamara plays. Uh, I the best thing they have going for them is that they're playing a team led by Matt Nagy, and the worst thing they have going for them is they're playing against the Bears defense. <laughs> that Bears defense is really good. I think Kamara is the the catalyst here. If he is not allowed to play because of COVID, the Saints will lose that game. Um, and and it almost makes me wonder if we should just pick the Bears with our next pick. But I will say thank you for leaving for the better four better teams on there uh, and the one that we're going to pick. All right. Uh, good reaction there. Um, it was mostly Ray laughing at you guys. But uh, moving on to Hollywood and Broadway picking their number five pick. The second pick in the fifth round goes to you guys. So tell me, who is it going to be and why is it the Steelers? Please, for the love of God, pick the Steelers. Go ahead. Ray, we knew this was going to happen, right? We said it but we said it before we got on here. We said it earlier today. We said it about 15 minutes before we started the show that this is exactly what was going to happen. That really, I, I think no matter where we picked this team, it was going to fall to us. And it seems like Mike is just following Bobby into uh, into hell uh, with with a couple of these picks because I honestly think this team should have been picked before the Buccaneers too. So maybe Mike's just uh, driving the car with Bobby. Um, but uh, Ray, tell them why we're picking the Steelers. Yeah. So I mean, listen. Regardless, the team is twelve and four. So um, yes, you want to call it a salt twelve and four, which to me is comedy. Um, once again, we've talked about this before, and it's like it always fits people's narrative. Like one week it's like, oh, you play who's in front of you. The next week, oh, it's soft. Um, I, I go with you play who's in, who's in front of you. Uh, Roethlisberger coming back after missing all of last season has has been great for most of the year. Um, the emergence of you know, uh, well, if Juju could stop dancing and just do what he needs, he needs to dance on the field and not great dance. dancer though. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, great dancer, love it. But he needs to dance in the end zone as opposed to dancing on the fifty yard line before the game. Just saying. So sorry, sorry, Leah, but it's just a fact. Um, <laughs> so he needs to do that. But I mean, you know, they they have a lot of weapons there and. Um, although I do not trust James Conner, because like I said, Jerome Bettis is not walking through that door. Neither is uh, Franco Harris, uh, <laughs> you know, who I should have remembered during the uh, the game, but I'm not going to, we're not going to go back into that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, to me, they have enough weapons there and that defense is really good. Like you, you cannot be a top defense and think that you don't have a chance to at least get to the AFC championship game. So um, to me, it just made it easy for us to pick the Steelers, especially because we knew that Bobby uh, was going to be, you know, against that. So that makes it all the more fun. <laughs> and, and Bobby should know that teams that don't have their starting running backs due to COVID usually don't play very well. So the saints are probably going to have the same fate, but the Steelers who do have James Conner back, even though he's not phenomenal, uh, the Steelers will definitely come back and beat the, the Browns next week after that. Debacle. But, but remember running backs don't matter. Well, right. Running backs right. don't matter. Right. Running backs don't matter. So sorry. So we'll time. talk about the four, the four wide receivers and the number one. So we're going to move over to the uh, Bobby and Mike team for a reaction. So you guys can stop spinning your wheels on the other side. Go ahead. There's a lot to unpack there. The one thing I will say is that I, I said that the running back would never be the reason why a team would win a Super Bowl. We all agreed besides Rayshon, we're all still right. So that's, the, that's just a fact. I also said that the team that was 11 and 0 was just com- like comparable to the 2019 Patriots that went eight and 0 that were not a very good eight no team right yeah they finished 12 and four that's great but you left out the part that they started 11 and fucking oh which meant that they went one and four in the last five they're not doing well um but it's fine whatever you guys can have them we didn't want them we didn't want them so we're glad that you have them because it's really going to play into our next pick robert yeah no i completely agree um like i've said before the only path this team getting to a championship is big ben paying playing out of his mind all right. That's the only way that can happen. I don't see it happening. He's washed up 38 years old. He can't string together multiple games like that. I'm happy you took him because, again, it's going right into our next pick. It's probably the only team that uh, has a path 
to the Super Bowl by their quarterback playing well. So that's a pretty hot take there, Bobby. Um, all right. So moving on to the Bobby and Mike team for the sixth round. You're going to open up the sixth round for us, guys. There's the sixth round and the seventh round left. There's uh, slim pickings left on the board at this point, I have to say. Um, but some teams fell. It's been a great day so far. Tell me, who is your sixth overall pick for the um, playoff MTP playoff draft, sirs? Um, so this next team to me, is a guaranteed first round victory because I don't have faith in that 38 year old quarterback playing at an elite level. And that is the Cleveland Browns. You know why? Because they play smash mouth football and they're going to smack the Steelers in the face. And I think that the Browns are going to upset that the Steelers in the first round. So we're going Cleveland Browns with the next pick. Yeah. I, I think, I think Cleveland is, uh, is a very interesting uh, pick. And, and this game is a very interesting game because when everyone is playing right uh the Steelers have shown in the last, what we'll call it eight weeks, an inability to really pick it up on the offensive side of the ball for 60 minutes. Now, when they do do it for 30 minutes, they are, they show that that glimpses, that flash of greatness. I just think that these teams are so familiar with each other that a divisional uh, opponent in the first round of the playoffs smells like an upset for whoever's ranked higher. Um, and I, I'm, I, you know, I would have picked anybody over the Steelers. So I'm glad that it's, that it's the Browns. Wow. All right. Uh, damning indictment of the Steelers. I feel like it's become personal at this point. Um, but here we are. Uh, just as a quick recap, um, Bobby and Mike have chosen six of their teams. Um, they've chosen the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Titans, the Seahawks, the Saints, and finally the Browns. So what do you guys think of that Browns pick, Ray and Joe? Ray, it's interesting. And this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but it's interesting that Mike says a team will not win a Super Bowl because of their running back, yet they picked the teams that have Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry. Uh, so now we talk about the Cleveland Browns who have Nick Chubb, and if you can get past the fact that Baker Mayfield is mostly show, uh, though I do enjoy watching him play, I don't think uh, a Kevin Stefanski-led Cleveland Browns team is going to make it past the first round, especially against a coach that we all agree is a pretty good NFL coach in Mike Tomlin. Uh, he has his his downfalls, but which coach doesn't? We know that Belichick can't draft, and Mike Tomlin just can't manage a clock in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, uh, great pick. Great pick for you guys because again, as Mike said earlier, you're gonna lose you're gonna lose that point. So it's fine by me. Yeah, it's fine by me too. I mean, well, Joe, you don't think that Baker's been progressive on the field? Sure, sure, he has, and that team, you know what, and that team is better better without OBJ. So maybe that gives him an upper hand. My my thing is is it's like like Joe said, it's amazing how many running backs you guys have picked. Um, and this this might be the most glaring one because, like I said, I mean, Chubb, Chubb and Hunt are an amazing duo in my opinion. So, um, but either way, you know, Hey, you know, take it, you could have it. And, um, you know, I look forward to getting that point. So appreciate it, fellas. Well, um, since you guys have yet to make your sixth pick, tell me how you're going to win that point. So far you've picked the Packers, the bills, the Ravens, the Rams, and the Steelers. So who is your sixth round pick in this playoff draft? We're both really excited to make this pick, Dave. Yeah, Dave, um, this may be your favorite pick of the night. Uh, we are going all the way to the Windy City, baby, and we are going with the Chicago Bears. Um, you know, yeah, we weren't, you know, wasn't pleased with what they're showing today. Um, I even got called petty for a calling ball game a couple of hours ago, but it's okay. <laughs> by me. Uh, by, <laughs> by, our, by our very own host, but, you know, still love him. And, you know, but I mean, I mean listen, uh, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's going to happen. But the the defense, like we talked about already, the defense is, is phenomenal. Um, Mitch clearly was the right choice over Nick Foles. I mean, we went back and forth early in the year, like, oh, you know, is you know, big dick Nick. Like, well, it, it, he he became a shrimp uh, when when it mattered. So, um, you know, may, maybe his career is over, uh, not just in Chicago, but in in, in the league as, as as a whole. But um, yeah, like I said, I, I just like them mainly for for the defense. I'm a fan of Allen Robinson as well. Um, you know, hope to see him, you know, in, in, in a blue and silver uniform next year, but you know, that's a, that's a whole nother episode for another day. But, um, yeah, like I said, I'm sold on defense and I think that, you know, they, they can make some noise, uh, in, in, in that first round. So we're going with the bears. Joe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it just goes back to the whole thing about Drew Brees getting his ninth playoff loss. Uh, and I think Mike is even more confident in our pick of the bears than his pick of the saints. Uh, so I mean, 
Ray said it best, uh, you know, they, they have the pieces, they have the weapons on defense. Um, and if Alvin Kamara isn't able to play, the, the Bears are going to move on, which is going to be amazing. Well, I'm nervous to throw it over to the reaction of Bobby and Mike for this uh, for this Bears pick. I hope it doesn't get slated too hard because it's going to hurt my feelings after watching them lose to the Packers today. But Bobby and Mike, what do you think of that pick? Dude, I, I mean, I like I like the pick. Full, you know, full transparency, thousand percent honesty. I am so low on the goddamn Steelers that Lil John would write a song about me. Okay, that's how bad it is. I think that I think that I, I think that Drew Brees is terrible. And I, and, is that a Freudian slip right there? Did you guys hear <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I, yeah, I was Freudian that. slip. Yeah, I meant, I meant the Saints, but it, it, it's still it's still there. I, <laughs> I think if there was ever an upset city that's going to happen this week, the Bears, I don't think they're going to go far, but they're going to go past the Saints. No, I, 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 I disagree. I think that um, it's a guarantee. I, I'm telling the Bears, the Bears are, the Bears are a fun football team to watch because they're, they're a team that's poorly coached, but Mitch, Mitch Trubisky came in and saved the day, won three out of four to end the season. It's not going to continue past next week. I'm sorry. It's just not. Um, the Saints are the Saints are going to beat the Bears next week. And DK, I apologize for that. But um, I'm very happy you guys picked them. That's okay. I'm talking to you about football all year. I'm glad you said that. Now I know the Bears are going to win. All right. So moving on to uh, the final round. The final round, gentlemen. The final countdown. Da-da-da-da. Here we are, round seven. There are two teams left on the table. And quite frankly, I'm pretty surprised with how high everybody here, everybody here has been on the Colts that they've fallen this far, including you, Bobby. So, uh, and like they were, they were in your top 10 power rankings and now they're dropping to the seventh round. And I'm going over to you guys talking about the Colts because I mean, it's inevitable that you're going to pick them, right? You're not going to pick the NFC East winner over the Colts, are you? I mean, I'm like, I'm really high on Alex Smith though. Bobby's just really high, but I think that we're going to stick with the, the, with the Colts. Right. I mean, I, the, the only reason I think they lasted this long is because I, I said it a couple of times throughout the year is they're the most boring, good team I've ever watched in my life. Like we said, the most exciting player on this team is their kicker. Um, so I, I think that that says a lot about this team, uh, but I'm very happy that you guys picked the Bears over them because I think this is a steal with the last pick because I think the Colts are a, a real good sleeper in the AFC. Um, so, yeah, we're absolutely picking the Colts. Yeah, I, I just think that there's, you know, they, for, I think, the first five weeks of the season had the top-ranked defense uh, in terms of points allowed. Yeah. So, uh, I think that, you know, they're, they're it's a good matchup. I, I do think that the they're playing the Bills, right? I think that's scary. That's, that's a really scary matchup. But I think if there's one defensive team that can do it, it can probably be the Colts. So I'm happy with this pick. Yeah, if Darius Leonard is in Josh Allen's face and in his head, it could be a long day for him. So, yeah. so gentlemen, as an isolated pick, you can't really slate them too hard because it was between the Colts and the uh, winner of the NFC East, which is going to be the, the Giants or the Washington football team, looking increasingly likely like the uh, Washington football team. They're only up three at halftime right now, but um, it doesn't look like the Eagles have any interest in winning this game. So it's looking like it's going to be Washington, but it still could be New York. But the Colts were obviously the right choice. Let me ask you this. Do you think if they had the choice um, between the Bears and the Colts, it looks like they would have chosen the Colts. Tell me why that would have been the wrong decision. Well, let me start off by saying that the reason, part of the reason why this went this way was had we chosen the Colts earlier, they would have been going against another team that we picked in the Buffalo Bills. So that was part of the reason why we shied away from them. Um, not that we don't think that they're a good team, but because we think the bills are going to win that game. Um, secondly, had we taken them last round, um, then both teams probably would have ended up with a team going against, um, another team that they had already picked because that NFC East team is going to go up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Dave, repeat your question that I totally forgot already. <laughs> So it looks like it was a strategy for, for you guys to pick the um, the Bears over the Colts. But I was saying it looks like they would have picked the Colts no matter what. Do you think that was the right choice? Tell me what you think about the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's the right choice, right, Ray? I mean, it's, it's the right choice for a couple of reasons, because they are a good team. Uh, Bobby and I are in agreement that they're boring to watch, but they're a good team. I mean, Frank Reich is uh, one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Um, so it's definitely the right play, but here's why it's the wrong play. Uh, Mike talks, Mike and Bobby talk about quarterbacks and their, their playoff records and everything else. Well, uh, Philip Rivers is the quarterback of that 
Indianapolis Colts team, and I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what he's done. About in the mediocrity, baby. You know, 2006, they go 14 and two. You know, we come in there and put lights out um, on the Chargers. Shout out to Troy Brown. 07, they come to New England, <laughs> lights out again. We beat them in the AFC Championship game. And in 2018, we beat them. So it's like, you know, I can't think about the other stuff that they've lost uh, when they've got there. But, um, you know, he, he screams mediocrity. Um, you know, even though Mike would say, well, he beat Lamar Jackson a couple of years ago. Um, but, that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a fact. That's true. I love, Ray, I love Ray's impressions of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Um, you know, I'll be here all week. Uh, so, you know, can we, can we go into our pick, uh, Dave? Is that okay, sir? What I was going to ask you is you're, you're now left with the winner of the NFC East. It could still potentially be <laughs> either Washington. Right. It, could, it could still either be either New York or the Washington football team. Um, tell me who you'd prefer it, w- it be. Um, who, who is your hope to win that division now that you're stuck with the pick? Yes, yeah, so I, I mean, I'll, I'll jump into that since I was already on a rant about that. But I, I think I think Washington is a team that, you know, Joe and I both were – looking to go with, uh, you know, if they are, if they are to win, which it seems like they're going to. Uh, so, you know, don't make us look bad, but you know, we speak about being a believer in defense. Right. And like I said, we, you know, we picked the bears for that same reason, right. You know, you got Killer Mack and, you know, Danny Trevathan, and, you know, you got them guys under that, that can really ball. Well, uh, Ch- Chase Young is, is a problem and he, he has not been solved all season. And I, I just think that, you know, when you have a guy that can disrupt players like I mean disrupt the offense like that, it's 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 you get it gives you a chance. Instead it gives you a chance. And you know, with Alex Smith being a comeback story of the year by far, it's like it's not even close. As soon as he took a snap, he became comeback player of the year. Uh no pun intended. Um, you know, so it's just like, you know, to me, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry guys. Um, yeah, I know that that was too, too soon, too far, too over the top, but it is what it is. But um yeah, I, I just like what they've done. And I'm a fan of McKissick. You know, he, for the little fantasy points that I did get, he uh, he killed it <laughs> uh, for me. <laughs> so shout out to, to McKissick. But um, yeah, we'd rather Washington than the Giants. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with that as well. I mean, the Giants just look, they're off. I, I really think Joe Judge is a good coach. I think he's going to be a good coach for a long time in the NFL. I really do. Um, we can bring that tape up if, if he, if he isn't, but the, the giants defense isn't great. Um, their quarterback play has been bad. We Mike said it today, twice in an eight second span that the giants offense is putrid. Um, it, it's, it's true. I mean, you don't have Saquon and yet here they are They're They're, you know, but again, running backs don't win you championships. So, uh, I, I like Washington too. I think the, the, best thing they did for themselves was to cut Dwayne Haskins, even though he did play fairly well. I mean, he helped get them to where they are. Right. So, uh, but they have Terry McLaurin, they have uh, JD McKissick in the backfield. I mean, they don't have a hell of a lot of options on offense, but, but that defense, that defense is coming together. And I think they're kind of that good, that good feeling story with Ron Rivera. Right. So they, they have that aspect going for them to play for your coach. Um, and uh, I, I, I hope Washington pulls this out so that that's our last pick Um, and full transparency. Do I think they're going to beat Tampa? No. Do I think they can? Out the shot. All right. So we're hoping for Washington over there and the uh, Hollywood and Broadway show. Uh, And I think that's probably likely at the time of recording, but we'll let you know um, once we we post this. Um, So we have our picks. We have our teams. Um, I'm going to go over to Bobby and Mike, and I'm going to give you guys a couple minutes to review the Ray and Joe team. And I'm going to read you off their picks. Round one, they picked the Packers round two they picked the Bills round three they picked the Ravens round four they picked the Rams round five they picked the Steelers round six they picked the Chicago Bears and round seven they picked the winner of the NFC East most likely Washington Redskins so Bobby and Mike what do you guys think so I would like to list off uh who the quarterbacks are for four of their teams uh or three I don't know we have Jared Goff Mitch Trubisky a one-legged Alex Smith and a washed-up 38-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. You got to give it to us so we didn't pick the NFC East. Bobby and Mike time. You get your minute in a second. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So that that's that's why I'm okay with those picks. Um, the Bills to me are the team that could get them the most points out of this. Um, they're the only team I think that could that could take down our number one pick in the Chiefs. Um, so that's the one team that they have that does scare me. Um, but I'm 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 feeling pretty confident with uh, who they got on their slate. 
their team just screams soft. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, it's just soft. I mean, the Packers are a bad playoff team. The Ravens under Lamar Jackson are a winless playoff team. The Steelers are the best playoff team on uh, on their roster. And we all know how I feel about them. I also think that um, you know th- there's a chance for some points with the Bears and the NFC East team. I- I'm really big on Alex Smith. I think that is a good story. Uh, whether or not you pick them, they're on your team, so you're, you're held accountable for them. Um, but you know he's four and one so far this year uh, as, as their starter. Probably about to be five and one. Um, so I think that it's going to be. Uh, I think that's going to be a good story. But yeah, this their team is you know just you should just call them the paper champions, bro. That's what they are. Wow. I'm going to, before I let you guys attack their team, I'm going to give you a minute to defend yourselves <laughs> about your team. Go ahead. There's nothing really to defend, right? Because it speaks for itself where y- you don't need a running back to win a championship because running backs don't win championships. So we'll go after your team in a second, but there have been bad quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. And of the four you named, what were the four you named? Go Name them again for me. So you said one legged Alex Smith. Okay. He he said he said a thirty eight year old washed up Ben Roethlisberger. Sorry, it's two time Super Bowl winner. Yep. Right. Exactly. Uh, sorry, ass Jared Goff. He said been to a Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the fourth one. Go, 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 you, you can finish oh, it off. Was it Lamar? Was it oh, Lamar, it was Lamar Jackson? Mentioned? Sorry. No, it wasn't Lamar. It was Mitchell, oh, Mike. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, Mike said Lamar. Oh, oh, oh Mitch Trubisky. That's okay, fine. So I mean, oh yeah, we can watch him. He's fine. But he's, hey, Ray, he's not, how long's how long's uh, Lamar Jackson been in the league? I believe this is his third year. How many times he gone to the playoffs? Uh, twice. He's been there twice, and, he, and granted, he's he's lost both times, right? But he's he's been to the playoffs two out of three years. Yeah, and he's an MVP. Yeah, right. And who are they playing? They're playing the I can't remember right now. Titans. I'm, I'm, the Titans playing the Titans. So there's a rematch. They lost to last year, right, Mike? So right, we're we're exactly. we're we're living in the past because we're saying the Titans are going to beat them again. So. It doesn't necessarily have to be defensive because our team, uh, I agree with Bobby that the Bills are the best opportunity we have, uh, but our team is not soft because you always want to play on the past. The past is what you want to keep playing on, but it's here and now it's 2020. It's a very different season. Right. So let's see what happens. And I do have one more comment about that, right? I think whatever quarterback that we do have that wins, uh, they'll still be better than this guy that was number eight that played in the nineties. Wow. Don't call it a callback. <clears throat> All right. So uh, now is your opportunity to go after Bobby and Mike's top seven. Um, there are seven draft picks. I'm going to read them off to you as a little refresh. Uh, number one, they picked the Chiefs in round two. They picked the Bucks. Uh, then they picked the Titans, the Seahawks, the New Orleans Saints. In round six, they picked the Cleveland Browns. And to top it off with a probably stronger seventh round, they picked the Indianapolis Colts. So tell me, what do you guys think of their team? Are you scared? Ray, did you know that uh, Matt Stafford threw his 280th touchdown pass today? 115 more than Troy Aikman threw in his entire career. <laughs> oh my! What 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 a stat! What a what a stat! And it's not a give me stat either. What a stat! Oh, sorry. It's completely All right, irrelevant, but okay. Back, yeah, back, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. All right, sorry. Sorry, it's just, just you know, it just it, it just it just it just came about. But it's a really um, spacious I, apartment I, in your guys' head. <laughs> it's so roomy and red yeah, free. it is. It's 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 a it's three bed and two showers. But um, no, um. <laughs> I think that we should call the, their team the Forrest Gumps because they just run and they run and they run. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, whether it's Kamara, whether it's, you know, Derrick Henry, you know, you, you name it. It's just all about the running backs with, with their team. So, like I said, we already talked about it. It's very ironic that they picked the up teams that are very heavy on running and will win because they can run the ball, not because they can throw a five-yard hitch route or a, 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 a seam route or whatever. They're going to win because they run the ball. Because guess what? Like Mike said, I'm using his point. Oh, the routes get tighter. You're right. So guess what? You have to run the ball in the postseason. So, but I mean, hey, you know, it it it, it is what it is. But we'll we'll see what happens. But either way, uh, whether whether we're soft or you guys may be soft, they they're, they're going down. And that, listen, that's what it is, we got we we'll make the joke for the fourth time during this show. We do have the quarterback that shit his pants. I don't care how soft his poop is, we're still gonna win. All right. Um, I'm going to go over to Bobby and Mike to defend themselves. I will say, though, <laughs> going after them for uh, pick and run heavy teams when they have um, the team with Patrick Mahomes on it and the team with Tom Brady on it and the team with Drew Brees on it and the team with Philip Rivers on it is a little strange. But oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold, yeah. Hold. Go ahead, guys. Relax. I'm going after I'm going after him. So 
I, I think the concept has has just been lost uh, against on our rivals, right? They think that every team that we pick, we think someone in the Super Bowl. No, that's the Chiefs. Every other team that has a good running back will go far, will go far, but they won't win, which will reinforce my point. We will get more points than you. I know. That, I noticed that you picked that we, that we had run heavy teams, right? And you mentioned two. It's interesting because the Chiefs have a really good passing attack. The Buccaneers have a really good passing attack. The Seahawks have a really good passing attack. So you just picked two. Oh, and the Colts are also really good throwers as well. So it doesn't fit your narrative. We're going to kick the absolute shit out of you, which you know and you don't want to admit. And it is your fault. But the fact of the matter is the Super Bowl champions are on this team. It's the Chiefs. You know it. We know it. So that's ball game, right? So to add on to that, there's five teams uh the top five teams who are favored to win the super bowl number one the chiefs number three the saints number five the buccaneers so we have three out of the top five teams uh on our roster I'm just saying 60 percent, right so when we have 40 which is higher. higher than 40 actual right so three out of five top three out of the top five are on our team i'm just saying we definitely know what we're talking about here plus we got we got the saints who's the six value do you have a six team on there pick Stop saying the Saints, dude. That's not. Stop using that to defend us. No, no, I don't, it's okay. Let, let, dude, let, 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 listen, listen. Okay, you'll okay. see. It's all right. It's all right. Bobby, all right. does that's, that list have a six team? What, what do you think, Dave? I think that that's going to do it because I think we've kind of lost the run of ourselves here. But uh, this was a fun day. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Um, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Craig, for producing. Um, I just want to give a quick recap for the listeners at home. Um, who picked who? And you guys can say until you're red in the face that you're right, but there's only one way to find out, and that's to play the damn game. So, Bobby and Mike, Chiefs, Bucks, Titans, Seahawks, Saints, Browns, Colts, Ray and Joe, Packers, Bills, Ravens, Rams, Steelers, Bears, and maybe Washington, maybe New York, probably Washington. So, That'll do it for our playoff draft here at Missing the Point. I really appreciate everybody being here. I really want to promise you guys that we all get along and we don't hate each other as much as it <laughs> sounds like we do in this show. This is just a show about sports, so we try to really bring the competitive spirit. Um, but like I said, there's only one way to find out, and the bragging rights are going to go to whoever wins. So we'll see you after the Super Bowl to recap the recap. Thank you guys for listening, and good night. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Electric acid. Electric acid.